Our goals are to hit dingers, disgrace the pitcher's family, make the other families, other players cry, and stomp their butts into the ground. There's two types of people in this world. There's winners and there's losers. And just so that we're clear, every time we step on this field, our goal is to be a winner. And if your dad has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. Okay? <laughs> Alrighty. Your dad's a loser. Oh, God. I love all the kids are like, I know, I'm no loser. I ain't no loser. Like, shut up, little Ryan. Riley with a Y. It's like, quit interrupting me, you little jerk. Um, all right, so opening day is March 30th. Woohoo! Uh, it's, it's closer than you think, right? Yeah. So, I, I listen, I love doing this because I feel like researching baseball during spring training is probably one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. Like, if you're getting ready for football, you have your three preseason games, you have your inter-squad meetings and all that other stuff. It's real easy. Here, you know, the, the Red Sox are undefeated, but you got some guys playing, some guys not playing. This guy's playing over there. That guy's taking a day off. This guy's being re- whatever, right? Yeah, you play a game, and then three days later, you're like, damn, I missed three games. Yeah. I was like, what, what happened? They keep, they keep playing? Are they still undefeated? <laughs> oh, pretty good. Yeah. Ah, this is crazy. All right, so let's let's go through a bunch of lists. Let's start with starting pitchers. Let's start oh, with the, yeah. the rotation. Let's start with uh, Chris Sale specifically. Every day is going to be Chris Sale day until he actually plays. Go Sale ahead. day. Sale day. He's going today. Now, I, know. I don't know if he's going to go one or two innings. All these guys go one or maybe two. We'll see what happens, but... What is, what, 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 is, what is one day? What does one inning look like for Chris Sale uh, with the pitch clock? Wait, not ten pitches, maybe? <laughs> no, I, I would guess. I mean, you literally do an inning. Give me two. And throw right? five pitches. Give me two innings. Try to give me thirty-five to forty pitches. Uh, it's more about the number of pitches, and, and we all know it's all about how he feels the next day. I mean, for it's like I get that people are sort of like waiting for him to get hurt, and I understand that that's been the last couple of years with some fluke things, and oh, he's been set back with the neck. Oh, he's got COVID. He's been set back, or the falling off the bike and the breaking of the pinky. I expect Chris Sale to be really, really good at pitching, because to me, his elbow is healthy. I can't predict a fluke injury, but I expect him to go out tonight. I don't know if maybe the adrenaline, so maybe control might be off a little bit, but I expect him to be really, really good. You just hope that there's no setback, there's no tightness in the shoulder, there's no none of that stuff. He should be really good for this team. Yeah, so, I mean, okay, so you'll see him today. Uh, what time is the game today? One. One o'clock. All right, Detroit. so uh, you can turn on while we're here. It's already on. We can check it out. <laughs> I'm no, watching well, a replay from no, yesterday. No, I was going to say replay. Yeah. All right, so Corey Kluber. Kluber's actually, I thought, looked pretty good the uh, last couple of outings. Like, he's a guy, last year gave you 160 innings, you know, in Tampa Bay. He's an innings guy. He's kind of, to me, he's kind of like a Pavetta. Like, he's just give me innings. You want to sit at four and a half ERA, so be it. But somebody in this rotation's got to give you innings. So can he do it again? Like, he's crafty. I watched him throw yesterday. I thought he looked really good. Doesn't walk anybody. Control with his fastball was off a little. But his slider check, cutter changeup, it's filth. He still gets swing and misses. He's an old school pitcher. He's 88, 89. 88. Wait, was, wait, were, 90. You, were you tweeting he earlier today? Somebody, oh, yes. People oh, were saying he was throwing 95. He's an old school yeah. pitcher, which means he's old, Lou. The, listen, he's the, old. If he can't hit 90, what does he throw? He should be throwing knuckleballs. The, the, listen, the gun is jacked up. You can't, he doesn't throw 95. He hasn't thrown 95 in years. But he's old school. Like, he goes like east and west. You know what I mean? Like, he expands in and out. Whereas, like, baseball now is all, like, north and south. Like, hey, throw 96 on top of the zone, bang a curveball. So, it's like he he's old school. He nibbles. 
gets swings, but he has control and he throws strikes. He could still be an effective pitcher. For Is that him. your one-two right there? No. But okay. I, no. No. I mean, okay. they're in the rotation. How about that? Okay. Are you ready for the next name? Go ahead. What do you got? How about Nick Pavetta? Interesting guy. Nick Pavetta. Interesting guy. I, I feel he's kind of had the red ass here in camp, <laughs> which I really I like about him. Like he's got like the Porcello when he takes the mound. He's got that edge, which I love. But I don't know if it's more so than usual this year. It, in a way, I started wondering if somebody pulled them aside and said, if everyone's healthy, you might be in the bullpen. Because we're all trying to figure out, like, who's the odd man out uh, if everybody was healthy. Because he sort of has this. I saw a quote the other day, like, I'm a starter. It's what I do. And I'm like, wow, he's, why is he even defending that? Of course he's a starter, unless they told him something differently. But with some of the injuries you have in your rotation, he's another guy. I put him in, like, the Kluber category. I think both these guys, whether you want to consider them your four, your five, they need innings. He's Pavetta's the only guy you feel really good about giving you 170. Like so, I need innings from him. He got destroyed by the AL East last year. You don't play them as much as you did this year. Less games against the AL East, which should help him. Um, I, listen, for a month he pitches like an ace, and then he gives it up. But I still think he's extremely valuable because how many innings he gives you. I like him. And I think he's going to be in this rotation well, given some of the injuries. There's been, uh, I mean, I always wonder what his ceiling is going to be. Seen lots of flashes of brilliance from him, but it's never really been uh, sustained. So here comes the next name. You ready, Lou? Oh, what do you got? How about James Paxton? Hammy. I mean, what is the deal with him? So terrible timing. Weren't they trying to stretch him out or something like that? Well, he's a starter. I yeah. Mean, so he's, he's a huge wild card. I have no idea what to expect from him. I used to be uh, a great pitcher, you know, before he had the Tommy John. So now he comes back. You were hoping to get him last year at the end of the year. There was a setback. He accepts a $4 million player option, which is amazing. You know, I don't know what he would have got, but still for $4 million, I'll take that risk all day on him this year helping you out at some point. But he had a setback the other day. Tweaked the hamstring. You know, grade one. Not serious, but he's not going to be ready temp- for the still season. Still temperamental. Still yeah. kind of a pain They've in the ass. They've got some rotation issues, you know, as far as depth being tested already. But they have enough depth right now to kind of withstand it. Okay. So this next guy, this next name. Um, and I heard this over the weekend, Lou, and I don't even know if this. I thought this was another rumor, another joke. Uh oh. That this next name, Brian Bayo, was the best player on the roster. And I think it was Bradford. Mm. I think I think somebody said that Brian Bayo was the best, like prospect, best guy that they have, or second best on this roster. Yeah, I, it I must. I, it must be reading I this wrong. You're excited about him, so. He and can I jump ahead in your little game here and throw Go another ahead. name in this category? Well, hold on. Do you want to throw another name in? Yeah, I do. Because I want to put he and Garrett Whitlock in the same oh, category. Oh, okay. He was next. So both of these guys. So Garrett Whitlock and Brian Bale will be are in, the in same your rotation. Category. Both of them have a little bit, they're a little bit behind. Whitlock's still recovering, so he wasn't full go like opening day of camp, but he's now ramping it back up again over the hip surgery. So he's, but, but he's, he's not hurt. He's just they're taking it easy with him. Bayo had that little forearm issue. His first bullpen, they're taking it easy on him. So they're a couple weeks behind, and everyone's like, they're already hurt. No, they're, they're a little setback. It's more important to build a foundation in spring, and if they miss the first two weeks of the season, not a big deal. It really isn't in the big picture. You know, there's so, you know, you don't really, you know, your fifth starter, it's no big deal if a guy's like Hauk, guys like Crawford jump in this rotation for the first two weeks, and then you get Whitlock and you get Bayo back. They jump in, those guys go to the pen. So, They've got the depth right now to withstand two, even three injuries, which is kind of what they're looking at right now with three guys possibly not being ready for opening day. Okay, so I want to go. So that's so your starting rotation is what? 
I would say opening day, you're going to have Sale. You're going to have, like, you know, in any order, just your five guys. are going to okay. be Sale. It's going to be Kluber. It's going to be Pavetta. It's going to be Crawford. And it's going to be Hauk. Now, all right. You mean write Hawk's name down? If somebody jumps into this fray and, and somebody starts feeling decent, I think they'd like to just keep Hauk where he is in the bullpen and be a weapon for those first four or five games. So somebody else could emerge. Obeo Whitlock could be, you know, could be ready. Okay. Start. Okay. So we did the starting rotation. Where I think is I think starting rotation should always lead. Yeah, it's uh, but this next area of concern uh, would be the bullpen. And, and, and here's what here's what I wrote here's what I wrote down for the bullpen, Lou. And you tell me if I'm onto something, okay? Because they rank near the bottom of in the league almost every single category imaginable last, last year. year. Yeah. Okay. And I and I wrote this as um, this like closer by committee. Was uh, was like uh, uh, Alex Cora's version of Matt Patricia. It was like Matt is like uh, Bill Belichick, Alex Cora. What was your issue? Okay, mine was Matt Patricia. This seems to be like Cora's Matt Patricia. It didn't work. It was a bad decision. Okay, thank God they fixed it. At least it looks yeah. like they tried to fix it by bringing in so at the, least Kenley Jansen. The players on offense sort of looked at Patricia like, oh, my God, how do I, how do, I do this? Cora was the players, and the bullpen was Patricia. Looking at it going, oh, my God, how do I do this? So, okay, so wait, so the bullpen was like, I this is not what I do. Bull, yes. Why are you why are you asking so much for me? Yes. I you know I can't do this. Yes, oh, okay. Much. Oh, okay. I yes. had it. I had it. I was I was close. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so Kaylee Jansen say uh, is is everything for them. They used to have a closer. How many times did Core tell us, you know, it's about structure? Well, they have structure. He gets the ninth inning. You know, so the bullpen I think is gonna be interesting. Uh, they need to be really good in April to kind of hold on some wins to kind of get this ball rolling here for this team, I think. Uh, but the rest of the bullpen, I don't know. Like I I want to see how it plays out. I feel like everyone's like, it's their strength. It's their strength. It's their revamped bullpen. I don't know if it really is. Like uh, They're going to be better, but it's like Chris Martin, who I like. I'm glad they went out and got. He's been a good reliever. The second half with the Dodgers last year, he was you know off the charts. Fantastic. And I feel like we just think that's going to be him. Like, all year long. Like, off the charts, fantastic. He could be. I hope he is. Jolie Rodriguez is a lefty that they got. Still really isn't, really isn't in games yet. I don't know if there's something going on. I think he has some issues with the shoulder in the offseason. I like the addition strike throwers, Blyer. I like these guys. I think how can really help. But I still think that there's going to need some help out there. I'm a, you know. I'm big on the bullpen. I so, want to see so as dominant so as I can. So is Cutter Crawford being uh, stretched out as a starter, but basically with the understanding that you're still going to be a bullpen guy? Yes, I think he's a swing guy. I think he's in the rotation opening day because I like him. I think he's really good. I think he was really good for you last year. And then I think at the last month, he got hammered. And whether it was scouting reports, whether it was uh, him just tired his first year in the big leagues, whatever. But he was dominant against you know playoff teams in July. That's the guy that I see. So I think he's in the rotation and can be like a long guy to go along with Hulk once this bullpen settles in. Okay, so... Um... Your first guy out of the bullpen, obviously, is is Jansen. Closer. Closer. Um, I mean, do we need uh, – is, is it too early to talk middle relief, that yeah. type of stuff? I yeah. mean, does it even matter no. at this point in time? You want guys to step up. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Okay, so you ready for this next name? What do we got? Um, this man has been known as the International Man of Mystery. Oh, really? Yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> who would this be? Matsu Taka Yoshida. <laughs> Masataka. Mas, ma, ma, no, Masataka. Masa. They call him Masa? Masa Yoshida. All right, so I saw this over the weekend, okay? And then you take it from here. Okay. So this is from Chris Sale. said uh, his plate discipline is unbelievable. He knows his zone very well, it seems like. Not a lot of wasted movement. For what I've seen so far, he's been very, very impressive. 
He's going to be a spark plug for sure. That's from Chris Sale via uh, Pete Abraham. Yeah. I like we've, him. He's getting a lot of – man, I, when, when, they, when they're talking about him, I feel like they're just like he's the safest guy in the lineup as yeah, far as what to expect from him. It's funny. like Baseball like crushed Red Sox and Bloom for giving him what they gave him. Uh, yeah, and then, and then all of a sudden, like every professional, like uh, you know, the projections, all the ones that are out there that baseball uses, has this guy hitting like two ninety five with like twenty five bombs, and I'm like, if he does that, like this eighteen million a year is a steal. Uh, I I didn't know what to expect when I saw him. A lot of people have different views, and you know, I saw him in BP. I couldn't get over how much power he has. Like he's hitting absolute nukes. Like, he's just hitting bombs. Like, it, when he hits the ball the other way, his line drives aren't just flopping in between, you know, mid-center, like, left-center. It's going to the track. And he has good plate discipline, although I think he, you know, it's going to be an adjustment for him. There's yeah, expanding say, a little bit in some of the games that I saw. There was a little more swing and miss that maybe I thought there was going to be, but it's the first three or four days, you know, of spring training. So, and, and I also thought it was interesting that Cora backed off the whole he's going to hit leadoff. And at one point in the pressure, he's like, I don't know where that came from. And a lot of people in the media were like, I think it came from you. Yeah, I think you talked about it. Oh, I did say that. I said that out loud, did I? Ooh. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it was on base and quality at bat. And I think like everybody, you sort of see him hit in BP and you see him hitting games and you're like, he's hit fourth in Japan. I know he's 5'7", 5'8". He's a little dude. 5'8". I don't know how big he is. How tall are you? 5'9". But his legs are freaking enormous. Tree trunks? Yeah. No, so I don't know where he's going to hit. And that's, they don't really know the order. Right now, well, what to is the um, like the biggest adjustment for for an international player is, is what power? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, Finding their power, velocity. like they no velocity, handling the velocity yeah, of the pitchers. There's, there's more velocity in Japan now than maybe when I was in 2000. But it is like when I played in the big leagues, every team had a guy or two that threw 95 plus. You know what I mean? And that's where Japan is now. Everybody in the team now has a guy throwing two or three guys, maybe 90, you know, mid 90s, whatever. In the big leagues, everyone does now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all over the place. So, Japanese guys handling velocity, high velocity, fastballs up, can you handle it? I think is one of the things that I think they're, you know, people have questions. But the Red Sox seem to be like they, they pinpointed some of those pitchers in Japan and specifically watched his at-bats against some of the harder throwers in Japan. Nice. And felt good about it. Mm. I'm a nerd. <laughs> well, that's a baseball nerd. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a, yeah, no. You are definitely XBOA. Oh, no, no, no. You are definitely more nerdy. Than, like, I, I feel like I'm talking to Alex Spear. <laughs> like no, you're a step no, away no. from from wearing the same shoes as Chris Sale, you and Pete Abe's chase rate, barrel percentage, percentiles. That's a different All that category. Stuff just I don't drives live there. Me. Yeah, I don't All right, there. Uh, you ready for the next one? What do you got? All right, this may be. Uh, I saw Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo. Yeah. The first thing, obviously, that I saw from him was how how much weight he lost. Yeah, he's does that have up. anything to do with? The fact that he well he's going to be playing right field now, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to be playing left field anymore. That's where Yoshida is going to be. Mm-hmm. So he'll be in right field. Is that because he has more ground to cover? Because I also saw that core basically kind of challenged him in the off season. Yeah, kind of making like, hey, listen, like this is when we need uh, you know the real Alex Verdugo. Well, I think when you look at the outfield, he's the only one that can handle that kind of stuff. You know, Yoshida is not known for being defensive guy, so they'd put him at the wall, right? Um, maybe Verdugo at some point goes to center. I don't know, because if Duvall kind of struggles hitting while in center field, maybe he goes to right, and he can handle that too. But Verdugo, Cora signaled, signaled him out at the end of the year. You know, normally the For needing year, more, right? Yeah, like like you, you know, didn't do enough. At the end of the year, it's like, okay, 
who do you expect to you know take a big jump next year? And it's like, well, there's a lot of guys. The normal answer is there's a lot of guys. Everybody in this can be better. Instead, he's like Verdugo. And they challenged him to come in. You know, they wanted to be a better athlete. They wanted to play faster. It's like Ben Attendee. You know, when he first showed up, you're like, okay, look at this guy. He's a good I'm athlete. He can run. And all of a sudden, I got to bulk up. I got to hit homers. And he played slow last year. Like, he just played slower than, than you would want Alex Verdugo to play. It affected him defensively. It affected him on the base paths. Um, I still think he had a good year. He still had a good year. second in the league in, in, in the team in RBIs. He hit 282. He had a good year. It just speaks to how good he can be, how good they think he can be. There's another level there with this guy. And I thought he's looked fantastic in camp. Interesting note, his left shoulder bothered him a lot, his throwing shoulder. And he felt like he had to become almost pull-happy because of it. And he wants to get back to left field, driving the ball with a healthy shoulder. So I think he, he's he looked great so far. No, it was just you know, one Something of those nagging. things that just nag and you play all the time. He plays all the time and just played with it. Wow. I mean, don't doesn't everybody everybody back there, do you all feel like he got smarter in baseball? Yeah, that's what we do. I mean, I'm actually amazed. Uh, people are loving it. But uh, so I actually, the last name I had was just, uh, and it was maybe it's a stupid question, but my no last name question. is. No stupid question. Real quickly, okay, because we got to get the uh, primetime parlay. Who protects Rafi Devers? How does that work out? Justin Turner. Justin Turner does. score of that. Everyone's been talking about it. And quite frankly, uh, when you look at the right-handed bats and you're thinking Kike and Turner and Duvall, there's some swing and miss there with Duvall and, and the right. Who are the righties? I mean, they have five lefties. So who's the most complete right-handed hitter on the team? And that's Justin Turner. When it comes to, like, power threat, uh, have a good at-bat, will take a walk. Um, he's, he's, is he ideal protection for Devers? No, but he's the best they have. And he actually told me, you know, in, in the presser one time that he thinks Turner will follow Devers wherever he is. So if Devers is hitting second, Turner will hit third. If Devers is hitting fourth, Turner will hit fifth. He just feels like that's the really? best guy to put behind him. Wow, that is, uh, again, uh, so you're heading down, back down to Florida when, Wednesday? I go Wednesday. I get in there. I'm not, I don't work that game. They have an uh, exhibition against Puerto Rico. And I don't work the game. I'm just going to get in there, and I probably get in there right around game time and check it out. Okay.